Olympic Channel podcast. Like any shocking news, it didn't really seem real when you first read it. A flash pops up, a notification on a phone. Sochi 2014 figure skating bronze medalist Dennis Ten has died at the age of 25. You think it's some kind of mistake, so you go to the social networks to have a look. And there was a huge reaction there. Everyone was offering their condolences. IOC President Thomas Bach said Ten had a warm personality, was a charming man, and that it was such a tragedy to lose him at such a young age. At the time of recording, Kazakh authorities are investigating the death of Ten as murder. He was the first skater from Kazakhstan to win an Olympic medal with his bronze at Sochi 2014. And today, we remember Dennis Ten. Hello, my name is Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Each week we find for you the very best Olympians, and we ask them to go in deep about the biggest Olympic talking points. We want you to think just like an Olympian. Olympic Channel podcast. Coming up, Olympic gold medalist Alona Savchenko remembers her friend, Dennis Ten. Even now, sometimes I wake up in the night and I think about him. And I started to cry because it's make me sad. And we dug out an amazing interview with Ten from our archives. True art is to be able to appreciate yourself and to accept yourself. Olympic Channel Podcast. So, Olympic Channel were lucky enough to speak to Dennis on a number of occasions. But before Pyeongchang, Ten gave us a lengthy interview about his achievements. So, here is the man himself, in his own words. I'm Dennis Ten. I'm a figure skater, born in Kazakhstan. My country is very special. It's not very well known worldwide. It's only like 20 something years old. When I stepped on the ice for the first time, there was no idea of figure skating at all. We had no indoor rinks. We only had ice outside. We had no places to buy skates. I didn't have professional equipment until I was, I think, nine. Thinking about the games in Vancouver 2010, I didn't really know what to expect. The representing Kazakhstan, Dennis Ten. Being recognized as a 16-year-old figure skater from Kazakhstan in Canada, it was a huge honor. It was not just that uh, I competed there, but I competed there for the first time in our history. It was a historical achievement for my country. After Vancouver, I closed one chapter of my book and and started another. If we take Vancouver 2010 and Sochi 2014, comparing the Olympic experiences, it's two totally different dimensions. On my way to Sochi, I thought that I'm living in a reality show. It was really something truly incredible. I had injury after injury, I had equipment problems. I was in a car accident. Just two weeks before the games, I couldn't walk. And my coach, uh, I could see in his eyes that he's lost. Like, he doesn't know how to help me. It was a big issue for me, it was really tough. I knew how big the pressure would be, and everyone wanted me to win from my country. When I made it to Sochi, to the games, it was a very tough competition for me. I still remember the short program. 
You stepped on the ice. There are thousands of people cheering for you. People from Russia, like my schoolmates, everyone was watching me. All your friends, all your family, they all are watching you. I uh, did a mistake on my first jump. At the most important event of your life, realizing that you failed, it was really hard on me. The night after the competition was the, the hardest night that I've ever had in my life. I basically didn't sleep at all. Everyone, of course, tries to support you, but you realize that at the end of the day, no one will be able to help you. No one can feel your pain. No one can feel your struggles. If you make a mistake, you made a mistake. It is you who is going to step on the ice and skate. Thankfully, I did not give up. Maybe that was my way of growing. I stepped on the ice for the second day of competition. It was totally new me, new day, fresh start. I saw Kazakhstan flags, I heard my name. It was, you know, literally like a dream coming true. They all stood up and they cheered for a little boy from Kazakhstan. When I was on the podium, I realized that the whole country cheered me on at the Olympic Games. I became like a symbol of the sport. I returned back to Kazakhstan. It was such a fantastic attention. I could see the birth of figure skating culture. Skating became one of the most interesting and coolest thing to do in the country. Public eye sessions in Kazakhstan became one of the most popular attractions on weekends. They would go on the ice and they would want to be like me. There is no perfect success story. Ups and downs, injuries, bad and good impressions. It's a collection of everything. True art is to be able to appreciate yourself and to accept yourself. No one knows how many hours you spent training, how many injuries you suffered. No one knows what's behind the curtain. On the ice, we are all equal. When you succeed, it's a great reward for the work that you've done in the past. That interview with Dennis forms part of our Game Breakers series. It's about Olympians who broke barriers to forge their own destinies and scale heights that seemed impossible. You can watch Dennis Ten's Game Breakers video by putting in Olympic Channel and then Game Breakers into a search engine. There's a whole load of other really inspiring stories there too. Olympic Channel Podcast. Now, the world of elite figure skating is actually pretty small and Olympic gold medalist Alona Savchenko said to us that the people that you meet there eventually become like brothers and sisters just through the sheer amount of time that you end up spending with them. Together with her partner, Bruno Masso. Savchenko had a real moment to savour at Pyeongchang 2018 with her gold medal for Germany. 
Dennis Ten had been struggling with injury and he did manage to compete, but his performance didn't really match the majesty of the one from Sochi 2014. Savchenko and Ten exchanged words about this and many other things recently, Instagram messages, things like that. They even shared a meal together about a month ago. No one would have thought then that it would have been the last. Ekaterina Kutsnetsova spoke to Alona Savchenko over the phone and she began by asking about that last meal they shared. It was one month ago and um, if I cry, I'm sorry. Yeah, last time I couldn't speak. It's okay, please take your time. Yeah, we went to his show and last time to become really like we are brother and sister and try to to help each other and he was speaking with me because he was surprised and happy for me that I win Olympic medal and uh, he was asking me and take opinion and like can you help me to be like strong like this uh, how you did this and I share my opinion and uh, we try um, to speak and I try to help him to be, uh, be so strong to come back in the competition and he was like, I'm so happy and uh, if I want to come back to competition, I will uh, take you like uh, my personal uh, coach and um, want to be like you. We, you know, sometimes we know each other better than uh, brothers and sisters because we share more, we share the same passion and... Um, he loves skating. He was in all ways a uh, big, uh, so his mind was everywhere. He was uh, so talented in every direction. He was speaking about his um, future, like what he planned. He was excited about new projects. We were speaking about uh, to do this together, me, Bruno and him like uh, something different in the show business that we can create uh, together. And that's why maybe it's touched me so much because we share the same like feelings. Do you remember how you first met Dennis? Yeah, I think it was uh, 2007 or 2008, uh, the first competition with, uh, not first, but his first uh, high-level uh, competition. And uh, uh, he was like small child, just come in, in the competition and like watching uh, that we are like idols to him. I remember um, when he skated uh, that we always uh, watch him like, He's so small, but uh, his personality is so big. He was something special from beginning when we saw him. It was something different, uh, especially from um, Kazakhstan. Nobody expects. So for somebody who's never met, what would be like a word to describe his personality or just uh, a way to describe him? 
he was for his age um so um old uh, how you say old uh, not old but um wise yes he was really wise and he was he could do everything in the same time he was so clever with you know his sudden death it became such a shock for the whole figure skating community and i've seen so many social media posts online uh when did you hear this news first you know i because i'm in us and i wake up and i check all my uh stories all my emails uh i follow him in instagram and we speak uh, so we spoke also sometimes there and uh, i opened instagram and he was just 3 hours ago in the restaurant and post he's happy to visit his friend and then somebody uh, sent he's in the hospital i was like is joke is not real and i was like uh, reading and like 5 minutes later he died so i was no 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 it's a joke it cannot be real so i, I think i i knew 6 minutes before it was online i i think we will be never able to believe this even now sometimes i wake up in the night and i think about him and i start to cry even i i don't want to cry because it's make me sad why why this this big personality just went from us like why it's just too bad and how did he inspire people in kazakhstan and beyond he always uh, fight for his um, success it was never for him um, he was so talented and from second sight he had unluck always he had like injury and he fight through the injury and to try to go back and and again and again so he was fighter and uh, when he come back the people like he he become bigger so this peop inspired people thank you very much for your time and for sharing i'm so sorry for your loss and it's still now really emotional for us all of us and i think uh, we should do something um for him uh what what he planned to do we can do for him this now or we need to do like we have no different choice to make this uh happen it will be something uh, special if we all organize and um try to um to happen this project what he planned it's for everybody be closed be closed not just in figure skating 
Thanks to Ekaterina and also, of course, to Alona for speaking to us at such a difficult time. So if you have been affected by the things we've talked about in the podcast, please do talk to someone about it. Don't keep it all in. Just before we go, thanks to everyone who got in touch about last week's podcast, Javier Fernandez. The Spanish figure skater spoke to us about his future and how he hopes to become a coach once he stopped competing. At Ana Kanauka got in touch on Twitter to say, I will miss watching Javier at Grand Prix events and at Worlds. Thanks for the years of great skating. Maybe he will consider taking his skating show on the road. And Adrian Shang also said, I'm going to miss him as well. He was a true professional. Remember, if you want to get in touch, we are at Olympic Channel across all social platforms. Give us a shout. We would love to hear from you. For a podcast shout out, I've been absolutely loving Work Life with Adam Grant. He's a psychologist and he goes into some unusual workplaces to to discover the keys to better work. Places like The Daily Show and other seemingly mad companies who openly criticize each other all the time. I found it super interesting. Remember to subscribe if you like the podcast. It would it would be great to have you with us. And also, if you have time, give us a five-star rating and a nice review anywhere you can, but especially on iTunes as it helps other people find us too. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Think like an Olympian.